Blog Talk Radio. Of uh, 
vampires. You know, I think if the kids knew that there were, if Abraham Lincoln was a vampire killer, there'd be more kids interested in taking out books about Abraham Lincoln. I'm, an, I'm a surprise they don't tell us that in the school. I had to find it on the television. Well, Enzo, we've got a fantastic show. We not only have Steve Blunt from, from New Hampshire, but we have his friends. From um, from Long Island, Patricia She and Stephen. We're going to have to call her husband Stephen. Oh, I Steven like that. I like a Patricia. Yeah. And I like a Stephen the best. He's the and, one. He's and the and it looks like we've got another caller uh, on the line as well. But here, let's uh, let's go right to Steve. Steve, are you there? Hey, good morning, Bucky. Good morning, Enzo. Steve. Hey, look at this, Steve Blunt, everybody. I like a Steve. He's a nice boy. From the land of live free or die. That's right. That's what it says. Yep, that's what it says on the license plate. That's another historical quote. That would be General John Stark. Ah. Oh, that's right. There's, and I know of the General John Stark. Who was General John Stark? Well, he was a, a, a New Hampshire uh, soldier who went down and helped with the revolution early on. He was at the Battle of Bunker Hill, and he led some very oh. important battles himself. So, you know, he's our own Abraham Lincoln, so to speak. Oh. I know a Bunker <laughs> Hill was... is don't fire until you see the whites of the eyes. And I say, if they're that close, <laughs> you're in a bigger trouble right away. Well, we've got Patriots Day coming up, so I guess we started out with a little bit of historical conversation. I love it. And, you, hey, we have your friends from Long Island. We have uh, Patricia and uh, Stephen are on the line. Hi, Patricia, everybody. you there? Hi, everybody. Good morning. Hey, Patricia, nice to hear you again. Nice hey, good to morning, you. Patricia. Good nice morning, to hear your voice. Steve. Good morning. It's been a while, but we've had some good times together and made some nice music together at the Children's Music Network, that's for sure. Indubitably. Yes. It sounded like you had a good time a week ago. Yeah. I don't know what that means, indubitably. <laughs> um, Enzo, look it up. Get a dictionary, look it up. That's what everybody should do when they find a word that they don't understand. Look it, it up in the dictionary. It must be about 100 years old. Nobody uses a book no more. You get on the computer, you find out that word. Oh, that's right. Sorry about that. That's right. Better well, get with the times. Speaking of all of this, you know, it's been a windy, windy week here in Beantown. Um, you know, bad, the weather is going we may play a few songs about the weather. And, in fact, uh, we heard it was raining cats and dogs in Beantown. And the reason they knew that, because there were poodles everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, Benoom. But anyway, let's go right to music. We're going to hear Steve. I love this song. The first time I heard this, it, I just cracked up because it had such great imagery. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about, you know which one I'm talking about, because it has to do with wind and kites. And... Yes, I remember long ago when I was a little boy, and I took my brother Henry out to fly a kite on a very windy day. And the wind came blowing so hard, that Henry sailed up into the air, and he went riding on the ride of his life. Okay, well, let's see what happens. You ready, folks? Hang on, Henry. I took my little brother Henry to go and fly a kite. As I was letting out the string, Henry held on tight. Then suddenly it happened. I won't forget that day. A great big burst of wind took Henry away. Hang on, Henry. Hang on. 
Some of them know that it's a silly made-up story when he peeks into the airplane. Some of it know it's a made-up story when he flies up into the air on the kite. And some of them know it's a made-up story when I say that I had a brother named Henry. Because that wasn't my brother's name. My brother's name was Bradley, but Hang On Bradley just didn't sound right. So it's just a silly, it's just a silly song. But I still think the boys and girls should be careful when they go and fly a kite because you You're never right, know what right. might happen. It was a fun well, song. It was fun, fun, good. fun to hear. I'm glad you liked and that. And, you know, right here I was thinking, uh, because I live right on Boston Harbor, right by Castle Island, right here in City Point, USA, South Boston. And, Sorry. you know, I started to think because they're starting to get ready. We have the kite uh, flies here, the, the guys who uh, do the kite surfing. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I'll bet those kites are beautiful. Up in the blue sky on Just, a windy day, lots of colors and Tails trailing in the wind. Mm. And there must be a lot of them called Henry because they hang on when they go up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. You probably have so much wind down there on the harbor that you just you just better be careful. 
Well, this week, Henry, Henry, certainly, certainly what it got right now. I know, Patricia, you have uh, been on some of the recordings with Steve. Am I right on that? Uh, not that I recall. Steve, are we on the same recording? I don't know, Patricia. We've certainly sung a lot together. No, I think that we have sung together at the Children's Music Network uh, events occasionally, but I don't recall ever ever recording with you. No, but, but talk about, um, uh, you know, made-up brothers. You were my made-up brother at the Children's Music Network conference uh, several years ago, and we did a song together as brother and sister. That was good fun. That was a Bill Harley song. I so much enjoyed singing with you, Patricia. And uh, I too. would be honored to be your pretend brother any time. Oh, likewise. I'm honored to be your pretend brother, uh, sister. <laughs> I'm usually the pretend brother, and I, I insist that she get another Steve to be the pretend brother. And you know why? You want to know why? Because during the song that was written by wonderful Bill Harley, um, the brother and the sister get to do, um, what's that word, raspberries at each other? You know, <clears throat> that kind That's of thing. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Enzo. Okay, that was a no raspberry. I'm a, I'm a squeezy for that. <laughs> I wanted to let Enzo know that the uh, the garlic's coming up in my garden. That's always the oh. very first plant to show in the springtime, and those those green stalks are, are kind of uh, peeking up out of the ground. It's because a life begins with the garlic. You have to oh, good, every day. good man. It's one of the wonder good drugs man. of the whole world. Yeah, yeah. garlic it's, and beans. Yeah, it's a wonderful exactly. combination, that's for Beans sure. Too. Take it from yeah. me. I love those, too. Scusi, <laughs> once so again, you... I'm sorry, asparagus is my favorite, you know. Mm. And, and what's the magic word after you do that, Enzo? Scusi, everyone, scusi. That's so right, scusi. Yes. We, we got all those kids say scusi out there. Well, you know, and garlic would be, you know, if, if Abraham Lincoln was a vampire killer, of course, garlic would be his favorite <laughs> I'm so His surprised by Abraham Lincoln and that stuff. Just uh, amazing. Hey, Tommaso, uh, 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 Buck and Betty are going to be on the show today too. Yes, a little. We're going to hear from Bucky and Betty. And again, you, I'm so nice that you remind me of things. We have to give people the call-in number again: three four seven nine nine six three nine zero three. If anybody wants to join in and have fun with all of us, you know, and because you talked about planting, Steve, I think we should. Uh, I, I, I love this. This song. I loved all of your songs, but uh, why don't we go to uh, this one? I won't even. Well, here, let's. It'll explain itself. So we go to the farm right now. Sounds good to me. Okay, here we go. It went chug-a-chug, bumpity-bump, rattle-rattle, clickety-clunk. Grandpa's tractor went all around the farm. The animals were all afraid when it came rolling by. 
The cows and chickens ran away, the pigs would try to fly. The dogs would all be barking for many miles around. That tractor was so noisy, people heard it back in town. It went chug-a-chug, bumpity-bump, rattle-rattle, clinkity-clunk, Grandpa's tractor went all around the farm. That tractor made a few other noises, too. I'd like to hear you repeat them after me. Are you ready? Boom-chicka-boom, chicka-boom, chicka-boom. Boom-chicka-boom, chicka-boom, chicka-boom. Rooma-zooma-zooma-room. Riggity jiggity jiggity jog. Riggity jiggity Ride the tractor through the woods and pastures far and wide. Then come back just in time for Grandma's elderberry pie. It seems like only yesterday, though it's been many years since I rode Grandpa's tractor and Grandpa let me steer. It went chug a chug, bumpity bump, rattle rattle, bingety bump, chug a chug, bumpity bump, rattle rattle, bingety bump, chug a chug. I know that's something you're into, right? Yeah. As that song was playing, I was envisioning this sort of collage of brightly colored paper of the tractor moving around a farm and sort of an animated kind of thing. But, I mean, now with e-books, you can have, like, a hard copy book and, and, you know, an e-book with the animation built in, with the words running across so the kids could read them. It would be a fantastic teaching tool. Isn't that a nice idea? Well, I'm going to have to keep that in mind, and maybe we can talk about that some more. Cool. Well, I think I like my 10%. What both you and Patricia do extremely well in your recordings, and I don't know how you do it and how you master it, but you have the children singing so perfectly with you. Yeah, that's very nice of you to mention, and I noticed that with some of the songs that Patricia was uh, sharing last week on her recordings. And, you know, I should mention that the kids singing on that song were my daughter and my sister's kids when they were all little. Now now my daughter and, you know, one of her cousins 
uh, are in college and they grow up fast, that's for sure. And one of the reasons that I like to do what I do, uh, sharing music with kids and families, is just to kind of share, a, 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 you know, pass on the legacy of a happy childhood. I mean, the, the song about Grandpa's tractor, that one's very, very true. I can sure remember riding around the farm with my grandpa and just turned it into a song. And so, uh, you know, it, it, it's really special to have a chance to pass on some happy memories and in fact that's one of those songs that lots of times kids and their parents will come up to me after I sing the song at a library or a school or whatnot and they'll say oh yeah we like to go on my grandpa's tractor too and they're they're very excited about that so very that's, cool that's See, here in suburban Long Island we don't really have tractors unless you go way <laughs> sure, out yeah. east you know <laughs> we'd have to like change it to like taxis or or choo-choo trains or something. Or Grandpa but, SUV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, I wanted to ask you, as a fellow children's artist and recording artist, how do you find kids? Because you, as you said, the kids that you used on one album, they grow up, and then <laughs> they don't right? sound kid-like anymore. So then you have to find a whole nother bunch of kids to record with. How do you do it? Well, I'm very lucky that I work on a regular basis in a number of schools, and I volunteer at my church, and it seems like there's always some great boys and girls coming along who like to sing, and they're usually pretty excited uh, to come up to the studio and put the headphones on and sing into the microphone. I have to say, once in a while, they go deer in the headlights, and I'm sure you've experienced that too. But usually you kind of try to warm them up and let them have fun, and uh, my goodness, by the you know by the end of the session, uh, everybody's had a great time. Although you've probably also experienced the occasional four or five year old who gets tired of singing the same refrain over and over and over again, which is one of those things you have to do when you're making a song recording, right? You see, you have to go over and over again. So, yeah, well, I mean that's the miracle of looping and the miracle of you know moving a track from one spot of the song to another, thank goodness. Um, yes, well, we do our share fair of that. Hey, Patricia, you know what I wanted to bring up is that the banjo player on Grandpa's Tractor is our good friend Amy Conley, who's also wow. from the Children's Music Network. So Amy and I oh. go back a long ways, and I almost wonder, Tom, if that's who you might have been thinking about as far as somebody that's, that's working maybe. in the studio. Because Amy has certainly, uh, you know, helped me out in the studio on any number of occasions. And again, she has some kids who are great musicians. <laughs> they were great singers when they were little. Now they're grown up and they can play circles around me on their various respective <laughs> instruments. So wow. uh, that's that's pretty neat too. You know, we've referred a couple of times to the Children's Music Network. And Patricia, I wonder, could you maybe just tell a little bit about the Children's Music Network because it's it's such a great organization, and I've gained so much from my involvement, and I know you've been very active in that organization as well. And, and we both know our friend Amy Conley through the Children's Music Network. Oh, I'd be so happy to talk about this wonderful organization. In fact, that's how I met Steve and how yep. I met Amy and how I've met literally dozens, if not hundreds, of other fabulous musicians, singers, songwriters, teachers, parents, librarians, uh, TV people, radio people like you, Tom. You're a member yep. now, that's aren't you? And That's it's right. fabulous. Exactly. It's fabulous all over North America. And if you're interested in it, can I can I mention the website? Is Absolutely. That all right? And I want both 
you and while we're doing that, I want you to mention your website. We've got to mention Steve's website. Oh, okay. So uh, Children's Music Network website is simply CMN, for Children's Music Network, online.org. Yeah. And, yeah. And Steve, what's yours? My website is my name, www.steveblunt.com. And that's blunt like a blunt object, <laughs> B-L-U-N-T. Right. Enzo knows all about the blunt objects. He's felt them quite often. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about you, Patricia? What's your website? Simply my name, just like Steve. Yeah. Except it's yeah. not steveblunt.com. It is right. Patricia She, last name spelled S-H-I-H.com. Ah, there you go. Hey, Steve, what, what instruments did you play on, on, on your music? Um, I keep on playing lots of different instruments, hoping to find one I can really master. So uh, I play a little harmonica, a little guitar, a little ukulele, a little djembe drum, a little low brass horn, uh, the jaw harp, you know. Yeah, just about anything I can find. Steve is being modest. He's a fantastic musician and an amazing songwriter and singer. Well, Patricia, I feel likewise, and and you know, I don't play piano or keyboard, and that's something you play, right, Patricia? Uh, Very badly. Oh, is that right? Okay. (laughs) Very very badly. However, I am married to an amazing man who is a one-man band, and you had mentioned Amy Conley played banjo. Well, Stephen plays guitar, bass, banjo, mandolin, um, anything with strings, and even some things that don't have strings, like spoons and washboards and right steven mostly string things though no keyboards though we're we're always having to hire keyboard players <laughs> yeah oh, keyboards, okay it's hard it's tough oh. well but, you know uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna have a little let's have a little fun here uh, a couple of weeks ago enzo and i played a clip from the tonight show and you just mentioned looping and i don't think a lot of people who aren't musicians understand that can we play a little thing from um with jimmy fallon and um and That's we'll, we'll see how you can tell yeah, what the music is from that song. Okay, here we go. You're the best. Uh, you're one of my all-time favorites. I'm just even to get to talk to you, I get a little nervous. Uh, but uh, uh, to sing with you is the craziest thing. And so I came up with an idea where maybe I could sing with you. <laughs> see if you want to do this sure. or not. Okay, yeah. good. So this is what it, I have. The, I have this iPad app. Okay, it's it's called a Looper. And what it does is it loops your voice, uh, and I was thinking maybe if we did this, if we do it right, um, we could be a, a two-man doo-wop group. Yeah? Yeah, so I hooked, I hooked these microphones up into it, and so what, like, we'll, we can do uh, um, let's do like, a, it's kind of an easy one, let's do a um, line six tonight. Okay. Let's do a line six tonight. What key? Uh, D? Yeah. D? Do, do, boom. I'll start off first. Ready? Okay. So I go. Okay, wait till it comes around. Oh, we 
uh, way back really? in the 50s. I did mm-hmm. not know that was a folk song. I thought it was just a, a novelty song in the 50s. Yeah, well, it's amazing. very interesting. It started out to song. be that way. Yeah, but no, it was originated in South Africa. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know, I think what you know, one of the things that we like to talk about and tell the children on all of our shows is that the power, and Patricia, you, one of your songs, the power of one, all of, you know, you talk about Nelson Mandela, and you talk about, every, well, we all are fascinated to be able to tell children that they have such power. Um, and, and if they speak up and, and they use all of the tools that, that, that they have, like their voices, like their minds, like their heart, that they can do things. And here's a beautiful situation. Steve, you so gracious to tell us about this, that a simple melody, you know, repeated especially enough times in a song with a meaning like that, and look what happened in South Africa. Evidently the lion woke up. That's exactly right. It sometimes takes a while, but when when people you know you know keep keep on trying, they can accomplish a lot. And when they exactly. get together, and it takes that and work together. And, and then and when you repeat, and that's the beautiful thing about music, is it's not only entertainment, but it's a powerful voice that you know unites people, and uh, that's why so many countries ban so, certain types of music. And that mm. is the message that. Pete Seeger kind of instilled in so many generations of other musicians, not only folk musicians, but certainly uh, this generation of children's musicians, is that it's a teaching tool. You can teach all kinds of things, not just academic things like math and reading and spelling, but it can teach social issues like, uh, you know, character issues and social justice and um, bullying. Environmentalism, yeah. And that's the beauty of an organization like the Children's Music Network is that the members are concerned with positive values in music. We're not interested in, you know, putting out bad messages at all. And, you know, we're also interested in having fun with music. Music is everything. And it it makes me sad in in the schools. uh, I know they have a tough time with the economy and paying for books and, and things in school and to, to save money, the first things that they cut out of the curriculum is the music. Yeah, so I think and we should art. sing. And that's, that's just That's terrible. right, we should sing. And I just we want to say, sing. you know, when, when, when Enzo and I were growing up, and I don't know about the rest of you in terms of where your chronology goes, but we used to, on the street corners, everybody sang like that. Ah, uh, wow. so you're of that generation. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, Stephen and I. That's yeah, my my Stephen and I were just born yesterday. She <laughs> <laughs> stretched. I feel like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. Why don't you Why don't you lead us down uh, memory lane and let us loop by ourselves? So you give. I guess you. I don't know how you're going to do this, but I guess you would assign each one of us a uh, a, a verse or something. Well, why don't we have one person start out with that kind of weem away on the bottom, and then I'll, you know, I'll volunteer there. I think I can get with that. You can do that, Tom. I heard you do that before. You can do that. Is that what you're looking for? Yep. Yep. Keep it going, and then keep the loop going, and we'll get in there. We'll jump in on it. Okay. It's 
gotten out of phase somehow. I hope the kids at home are singing. We need all that help we can get. Come 
try lots of different kinds of music because I just I love every kind of music that there is and so it's, it's always fun to try something a little different that one was a lot different for sure we had my my, my friend Matt from church playing trumpet my brother-in-law Jim playing saxophone and I was playing my low brass horn and uh, yeah we, we brought together some, some real fun folks for that recording well, you know, we get such a, I'm thinking, how, how can you possibly be in any kind of a mood other than fantastic right now with all of the fun that you guys get through your music? And, uh, you know, how does that happen? How did you, I mean, how do you think of a song like Monkey Monkey? How does that happen, Steve? Um, you know, I just wanted to, it started with, I, I, want, I, I already had my song Hang on Henry about the little boy, and I wanted a song about a, a little girl who, who did something kind of wild and crazy. And so uh, she, she did, you know, visit the zoo, and, and this is a made-up story because we know we would never go close to the cages of the animals in the zoo, but I just imagine what would happen if a, if a girl uh, let loose a monkey and they had great adventures, and uh, you know, that that's kind of how that song started. Yeah, well, like, uh, I got a little go question. Ahead, Steve, uh, I, I know everybody asks you probably this question a million times. Uh, what comes first, uh, to the music or, or, or the lyrics, the words? What's come first when you're writing? Yeah, well, usually it, uh, one idea will come with music and words at the same time for ah. me. And then I just find that I kind of start singing it a lot, and I just start using my imagination to kind of picture a story that might happen. And uh, I spend a lot of time with, with, with pe- pencil and paper, and I just kind of kind of write out the story and try to find some fun rhymes, and, and uh, you know, it, it comes together. It's uh, 
Patricia, sometimes do you, it comes do together you do that quickly. Sometimes, way? what's that? Patricia, sorry, what? You, do that, you do the same kind of writing. You write like that too, or you write the music first and the words, or the words are first and the music uh, at the same time, like a Stephen. I think it can vary from song to song. Uh, I was fascinated to hear how Stephen writes. Uh, Steve writes. Sorry, we got two Steves here. Um, how Steve writes because that's a very interesting way to do it. Approach it from the story. But I've done it uh, uh, many different ways. A lot of times, I'll start with an idea. Well, I want to write a song about bullies, or I want to write a song about litter. And uh, then it just, uh, you know, again, pen, pen and paper I use, uh, and then eventually gets transferred to the computer, but I'll sit there with my instrument and just sort of, you know, just sort of doodle away, and, uh, and, and something comes together, and sometimes it doesn't come together. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, but the thing, the more important thing here, and we always want to. Every, I hope that every show, we everybody starts to talk about writing because I didn't find out the joy of writing. Uh, you know, many times in school, it I think it's approached the wrong way. Writing is like work. You know, and not <laughs> and writing is work, but not in the sense of play. And so when you start to teach things, it's and, and you know I understand schools may have to do this a little bit, but. The, the more important thing, they try to teach punctuation and grammar and spelling, and those things are important. But just writing and expressing yourself is the most important thing. Well, that's why agree? music music is such a wonderful teaching tool, because kids naturally love music. They love music. They love movement. So just like, um, uh, I guess, the episode a couple weeks ago, we were talking about just making up songs with kids about anything, about putting away toys or brushing your teeth or, you know, cooking together, and just let the kids sing. And it doesn't even have to rhyme. Just let them sing, let them dance, um, and then they're writing songs, believe it or not. Exactly. And, and, Steve, you made it very clear how important it is to take a pen or a pencil and actually write so you can don't forget those thoughts. And all of a sudden, what happens is that you put a word down, and then you think of another word as you look at the paper. Yeah, that's right. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, in my in my previous life, I taught middle school English for uh, just about ten years, and we did a lot of creative writing, and, and that was definitely my favorite part of of the class was letting kids write their own stories, their own poems. Um, you know, just just even writing about some of the funny things that happened to them when they were kids. So, uh, I, 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 I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're promoting the the, the, the wonderful importance of using a, a playful sense of imagination as we approach uh, the writing process for, for kids. I, I I I I'm sad to see uh, you know when that when that starts to to go away. Exactly. Well, you know, we have we've traveled. We, we went to the zoo today. We we saw Hang On Henry go, and we actually have. We went to the jungle, and we have our friend who visited us last week, all the way from the islands, from Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Mr. Coco Mosquito Man Bean. Coco, are you there? Yes. Good morning, everybody. Hi, Coco. How are Hi, you? Coco. Good morning, Coco. Yes, uh, we're having a great time here today. Were you able to listen to any of the uh, the, the show? Because uh, Steve has been doing some great music here, and uh, we're having. Gr- uh, you know what I love about this is that we're not only jamming. We try to we try to do uh, a little jam session and uh, do a little doo wop, 
Um, I, again, I, I, I'll have to replay the show to hear how, how well or not well we did. Oh, but, Tom, um, it, was a, it was a wonderful. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It yeah. was fun. So, Coco, what have you been up to? What, how are things on the islands? Well, things on the islands are going quite all right. Um, <clears throat> I was working on something. I think it is already finished, lyrically and melody. Uh-huh. Um, Yes, but um, this one, uh, I had this um, song that I was toying with for a little while. Um, it's about um, a, a, a grandpa taking some little kids fishing for the first time. So, a grandpa taking kids to what? The fish. fish. Oh, wonderful. Fishing. Wonderful. Can you, can you play a little bit of it for us? Yeah. Grandpa took me fishing this morning and I saw a frog. Grandpa took me fishing this morning, the fishing boat was large. Funny looking fishing pole. And a worm dug out from a hole. Oh yes, we did go fishing this morning, my grandpa. Um, 
Grandpa had to take this kid fishing because the stork was going to bring a baby to the house. Ah. Oh, I put that verse where um, uh, the, the, um, the fish we caught, we had for supper, Grandma made a stew. We shared it with a homeless person and my friend Andrew. And the stork that Grandpa spoke about brought the baby home while we were out. Oh, yeah, Isn't that beautiful? My Grandpa and I. That is nice. beautiful. There's, there's a nice story that goes along with that. Yeah, that's nice. beautiful. Like that. What imagery. You know, and that's the thing that all of you do so well is that the words and the music bring out such imagery. Patricia, I love what I'm about to play. Can we play one of yours? Be my guest. No, Here I'm we go. Oh, <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, and throw it in the garbage. Pick it up, pick it up, everything has its place. Pick it up, pick it up, recycle or reuse it. Pick it up, pick it up, we've got to share this They throw it out the window. What do you say? What could they be thinking? Pick it up, pick it up, and throw it in the garbage. Pick it up, pick it up, everything has its place. Pick it up, pick it up, recycle or reuse it. Pick it up, pick it up, we got to share this
Waka, Patricia. You, the yeah. instrumentation <laughs> yeah. in that is just wild. You can thank my husband, Stephen. He's the one with the blazing guitar solo in the middle. And he, I think Steven. he probably, he probably put, wait, Stephen, did you play most of the instruments? I, I played everything except the drums. Yeah. Our wow. friend Jim played the drums. So I'm lucky. I, I am married to a one-man band. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I have the biggest smile on my face when, you know, you talk about the power of one, Patricia, and I love that because a lot of things start with one. And then, you know, if the real power of one becomes when you start to recruit people to your cause or to your mission or to your purpose or to your passion. And oh, yeah. what we've got here today, I mean, the, uh, even though we're doing this over the telephone, and uh, I can feel the energy with so many phenomenally talented uh, musicians when you get together as a group. Well, we're a community, aren't we? That's yeah, right. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Yeah, it, it's a great way to connect with some real real good people, that's for sure. Yeah, and the stories, I mean, the imagery. I mean, today we traveled to the to the farm. We got on a tractor. We saw poor Henry hanging on with his uh, kite. <laughs> uh, you know, we, and then we went to the beach, and I love the islands. Tell mm. us a little bit, Coco, about your island and how you grew up as a boy. Well, <clears throat> as a boy... I was one of these guys who always frequented any place that had water, frequented the forest. Um, I walk, we walked miles to go to school. And um, on the way to school, um, we pretty much like, if mango is in season, we had to pass under some little favorite mango tree to get a few mangoes on our way to school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it, um like we just I enjoyed like enjoyed life. I enjoyed schooling. I enjoyed going to school. The atmosphere was one of diversity. Meaning a mixture of different people, different creeds. Meaning although it, it, you had um let's say you're going to a Catholic school but you will find that people who are Baptists or Methodists or people who are Anglicans will attend the Catholic school and, and vice versa, right? We had um, the government schools, which were mixed as well. And um, the richness of understanding life in its entirety, like we viewed life from a sense of well-being. You, you, we plant gardens. We work in the garden. We work in the fields. We, we did things as kids. We played cricket. We played what we call we played soccer. We call it football. Mm. You know, we had a, a mixture of um, children's games that we played. We played hopscotch. We played um, something called three A, where you made a tapper with a. We got the beans from a, from a tambran, a tambran pod. You made bean bags with that, and you throw it up in the end, catch it. Something like similar to Jackson ball. We use a tennis ball to play something we call a scooch, meaning that um, we, we we had this this tennis ball that we tossed at each other. Yeah, yeah I love that. Hit, I love that. Jump rope. Um, it's it's. We went fishing, and, and, and our fishing pole used to be like a bamboo 
with a, something we call a maling or a seaman's um, cord. And we use a, 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 a safety pin that we bend <laughs> to make a fish hook. And we use the, um, the, the, the cork from a wine bottle. That cork that we use <laughs> when you use a bottle of wine, we use that as the bomb. Very um, creative. We yeah. went to the river yes. fish. With all of that, we use um, a, a, a coconut branch to make a bat that we played cricket, and we played that cricket sometimes with a wooden ball. We, we got a piece of wood and we shaped it wrong to make a ball, and we played cricket with that. Huh. We made um, And with all of that, with all of that, you had fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we made like, we made our own toys actually to a certain degree. We get like, Bobbins from a, a, a spool of thread. We cut that and we place. Um, we get two shoemaker tacks with a piece of a matchstick and a piece of a candle, like a spum candle. And we cut the tubing from a, a bicycle tube on a, or an elastic band and we put that through with a popsicle stick. And we wind that up and it used to propel the bobbins. <laughs> you know? Wow. We, we made slingshots from the, the, the elasticity, elasticity of a, um, a car tube. In those days, we didn't have tubeless vehicles. We had cars that had a tube on the inside of the tire on the rim. That was That's right. That's right. Well, That's right. We did that as children, too. Yeah, we did and, you know, that. So we what I love... Stick from a tree and made a slingshot. We got to cut out an old shoe town <laughs> from a leather shoe and we tied it up and made a slingshot to go shooting birds and... Whatever. You know, you know I, these are things that you only see in movies now. And, you know, why, why don't we all, you know, Patricia, I know you're big about play. I mean, how the importance to tell children to, to play. I mean, I'm so, I think it's so unfortunate today. You have to have a play date when before we could just go out and do it. Well, many things have changed. You know, I was as I was listening to Coco, I was uh, thinking about my own childhood yesterday, and I was thinking that... Uh, you know, I made a lot of my own toys, too. And now, uh, you know, a lot of children don't have that opportunity. A lot of them are not outside playing. A lot of them are on their iPads or whatever playing video games. And what a shame that is. And the other thing that Coco said that started me thinking, too, was the creativity involved in making your own toys. And, 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 the, and to the point that he mentioned about diversity, if kids would love to plant a garden, it teaches them many things. First of all, it gets them outside. It gives them exercise. Uh, it's creative because they could design their own gardens. And the thing that uh, gardens teach us is the value of diversity. Because if you just, like on farms, and Steve, you could probably corroborate this, if you plant only one crop, that crop is so vulnerable to a disease or towards insects or, or whatever. But if you plant a diversity of crops, then it's a much stronger farm planting. Am I right, Steve? Well, I'm no expert farmer, but that matches my limited experience. I try to plant as many vegetables in my garden as I can because I know that if uh, if the bugs get one crop, there'll there'll be another <laughs> crop left for me. <laughs> right, right. And and the other thing that gardening teaches us is that you reap what you sow. So if you're planting a vegetable garden, you get all these beautiful vegetables that you can enjoy or flowers or whatever you're planting. Um, you can see the growth process in nature, and um, 
it's just a wonderful thing for children to do with their parents or with their teachers or with each other. Yeah? Yeah, mm. exactly. And what's more creative than seeing creation come out? You know, the fact that you can plant a seed and the, this beautiful plant and beautiful fruit comes from it. And oh, yeah. uh, it's just great stuff. You know, well, can we go down to Beantown for a little bit? And, uh, oh, yeah. We need to go to Beantown, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going to see what uh, what kind of talk. You know, Bucky and Betty are, are amazing uh, characters. And, and my uh, Yes, and one of the things, Betty is such a character, and we love Betty because, you know, she's, you know, she's her own person. She's going to take chances. She's going to try all kinds of things, and we like that about anybody, but especially when, um, you know, you hear a lot of conversation about, oh, girls shouldn't do this or girls shouldn't do that. But when you see real leadership and real passion and real conviction, real belief in yourself, amazing things happen. So here's Bucky and Betty going out for a walk in the park and uh, see what happens here. Let's take a peek. Well, boys and girls, it's Sunday afternoon in Beantown. And after a hard week's work at the Beantown Garage... Bucky's ready for a beautiful walk with Betty. Let's see what happens. Oh, but Betty, what a, I'm so happy you decided to come for a walk today. It's yeah, beautiful. I thought you really needed it. Oh, I needed this, Betty. I've been, you know, way, way too much stress lately over you. It's inspection time at the garage, and, when you know, boss has been taking in a lot of spoons, and, you know, again, I've been working a lot on Victor, and you just, you know, just, so, just a simple walk. Yeah, everybody needs a day just to take a nice walk and relax. And it, the sky is beautiful. The yeah, it's such a beautiful day, Bucky. Yeah, you know, boy, the, I love the botanical gardens. Every time we walk by here, I love that, you know, that big statue of, of, of the giant. I mean, that's just really magnificent, you know, that fact that we have a, a, an actual statue of the giant, you know, from... And, you did a good job on that. Yeah, you know, he's beautiful. And then Jack is, you know, really, that's, you know, he's standing there with the axe right oh, by the beanstalk. Oh, he's so muscular and so handsome. Yeah, well, that was Jack. You know, he was the one who chopped down the beanstalk and to save the town from the giant. And, and now we're all, everybody knows in Beantown that we're all descended from that, that one beanstalk, which came from the beans that Jack sold, for, you know, for the cow, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of history just by looking at him I right know, now. It's, it's really Beantown nice. has a lot of history. Boy, this is great, Betty. I'm just, again, it's so relaxing. I and know. Every, I'm just so glad that, you know, we're just taking a nice, easy, lazy, lazy, lazy You mind if I stop in the... The library? Sure, go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be right back. Okay, I'll just wait out here and get some sun. Hey, Bucky, look. What? This is Larry. Wait, wait. The lab. Yeah, it's a, it's a dog. Yeah. Isn't this great? He's wait a minute. handsome. Libraries have books, Betty. Betty. Libraries have books, not look, dogs. Look, give me love. When, since when can you take a dog out of the lab? Well, it's Loretta. Loretta. Loretta's dog. Loretta the librarian? Yeah, Larry with a lamp. He's a lab. Yeah, look, he's it's, giving me love. I see He's that. licking me. Yeah, I see Larry's oh, licking you with he, love from Loretta so the librarian. So, terrific. I love Dog. I, did, I, I know you do, but I thought... Hey, I'm going to go into the bakery. What are you going to do there? Is this Benny's? Benny the baker? Yep, I'll be right back. All right, I'll wait you. Hey, look, this is Barney, the boxer. What? 
Wait a minute. It's another dog, Betty. Okay, yeah, I thought that it would be great if Larry met Barney. Uh, well, yeah. They could be like friends. Yeah, well... You put... We wouldn't want to just walk one dog, right? Well, I was happy oh, just Oh, Barney, walking... stop smelling Larry's butt. Oh, boy. This is so... Can you guys pull him apart? All right. I got him. I got him. I'm pulling him apart. <laughs> Betty, that, oh, Barney's didn't... got a great blue collar, doesn't uh, he? Yeah, this it's is terrific. full of bling. Betty, okay, great. Sure. Okay, I thought it was a simple walk, but now we got two dogs. Hey, what are you doing now? We're at Sylvia's... Oh, here, here's Sabrina. Whoa. Wait a minute. The husky from Sylvia's Salon. You, you, went, in, you went into Sylvia's oh, Salon to get a, 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 a lot of saliva. Oh, boy. Betty, that's just three the dogs. The saliva's getting on Barney while Barney's sniffing Larry's butt again. Oh, I know. What happened to a simple day with oh, the Oh, Larry's taking a big load. Oh, my goodness. Get off for the list. Larry got a Betty, got, if you got a bag, there. I'm going to have to pick that up. We can't leave that there. You know, if Officer Lima sees that. Well, run in the hardware store. All right, just don't come back. Yeah, Hank's hardware. Just get a bag, Betty. Just don't, don't come back with any dogs, all this right? This is Henry. He's our Irish hound. He's really hairy. H- Harry, Harry, Henry, the Irish hound, the hairy Irish hound from Harvey's. And Hank's Hardware. Okay, Betty. That's five. How many dogs have we got now? Four? We got four. Four dogs, Whoa. Betty. Oh, oh, Barney, stop that. Oh, boy. There oh, go. no. Get off of there. Get off of there. Okay, look. All right. Now, now Betty. I have to go into... I have to go into Kathy's. Kathy? Kathy's place. We're at the Coco Cafe? Yep. Well, for what? What are you going to do? We have to pick up Candace, the collie. Oh, my God. Daddy, really? What oh, the, they're all... Oh. One, two, three, four, five Thank dogs. you, Kathy. Hey, look, five they all dogs. love each other. Oh, five. Larry, stop doing that. Okay, I know. Candace, oh, uh, Larry's... Are you, you hungry? Know, Larry's stand? got a lip, but he sure gets round. Yeah, I see that. Okay, let's just listen. This is Daniel the Cocker Spaniel. Where, where'd you get Daniel the Cocker Spaniel? I mean, he's just... I know, he's just walking around and just read it on his oh, collar. Oh, let him join the party, yeah. Hey, look, I'm getting a little hungry. You want to go in the Sandy Sandwich shop? You know, I'll, I'll hold the dogs. You hold the dogs while I run in and get a sandwich for okay, us. Okay, okay, thank you. That'd be great. I'm a little break from all these. I, why didn't she didn't tell me about the dogs? Okay. Hey, look, this is Sally. Meet Sally. What's well, Sally? Sally from, sh- from Sandy Shih Tzu. Sally the Shih Tzu. Yeah. Oh, my. Betty, how many is that now? One, two, three, four, five. We got Sally's six so dogs. Small. Six dogs in this. Oh no, Larry! Leave Sally alone. Yeah, I can see that, boy. Let me pull them apart can you, here. Oh look, Sabrina's smelling Sally's hey, butt now. Wow, oh really, my gosh! Now we get There's tangled. a lot of beans pointing at you, Bucky. I know. I did, and I'm not the one responsible. Can you try to make him be quiet? I'm working on it, baby. Hey, what the fuck? And Larry wants. Larry wants Barney. I can and see that. And then we want Sabrina. I can only got two oh, hands. Oh, my God. He's getting tangled up into each uh, other. Hey, look. Well, I find Dr. Dan's. Yeah, I have to pick up Daisy. What? What do you mean, Daisy? Daisy's a dash hound. Daisy's a dash hound. Dr. Dan has a dash hound. Yeah, he, he, when he found out I was going to uh, pick up Sabrina, he's asked me to pick up Daisy. Oh, my God. How many Don't you dogs? like my new business? One, two, three, got a four, five. What do you mean, business? Oh, no, you're getting tangled. Oh, you're getting all tangled, Betty. Oh, my God. Oh, you're 
Well, boys and girls, that was far from a beautiful walk, wasn't it? Poor Bucky. All those dogs. And Betty's business. I think she bit off more than she can chew. Stay tuned. <laughs> crazy, crazy Betty and Bucky. <laughs> I love a Betty and a Bucky. They're my favorite two people. Now I'll be in town. And then they're crazy, but I like them a lot. What started as a little walk, she kept picking up dogs everywhere she went, and Geneva told Bucky that she had a dog walking business. I bet Bucky got no rest the other day. I was happy to hear that she was making sure to pick it up, pick it up, as she was walking the dog. Very important when you're dog walking. I might want to adapt her song to include a new verse. <laughs> Be my guest. It's all yours, Steve. Well, you know, I, I, with all of this motivation and everything, I, we've had such a fantastic show. I want to play one more song, Patricia, of yours that I absolutely love because I believe everything in here. And about, it's kind of like with Betty, they were going somewhere, and this is called You'll Get There. Cool. All that right, sounds here we great. Go. Tom? Yep, here we go. Don't give up. No, no. Don't give up, keep on trying. Don't give up, mm-hmm. you'll get there. When Jenny was just nine years old, she took up the violin. At first, she didn't sound so good, she felt like she couldn't win. No, no, but that girl, she persevered. Though some sounds were pretty weird. Her mama just said, keep going and trying, and you'll get there. But he only went so far Now that boy, he wanted to play Like a big league basketball star So he practiced every day Got better in every way His papa just said Keep going and trying And you'll get there You'll get there You'll get there Don't give up I'll tell you what I know is true The only limit to the sky is you, you, you I'm here to say Keep going and trying and you'll get there You'll get there You'll get there Don't give up Don't give up now Don't give up You'll get there. So Jenny and Jake.
think about just two kids, they're pretty much the same as you. It ain't necessarily brains or speed you need to see it through. No, no. Like the little train that could. If you persist, don't resist, that's good. Keep going and trying. Now I'm not lying. That you get there. You get there. You get there. Don't give up.
you know, we traveled to the we traveled to New Hampshire, and you know, I got a feel for the tractor and Henry, and you know, that's one kind of way of expressing yourself, and it was so much fun to listen to that kind of music. And then we went to the islands, and and we heard that kind of music, you know. And then Patricia, you shared your music, and so everybody has something to say that's different than anybody else, and that's the most important thing that only you have that voice. Absolutely, well said. Yeah, and, yes, and every, so that. What, what I think about, you know, I, 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 because motivation is, is a big thing for me because of, you know, I, I've sh- shared it on the show before that at the age of 13 I lost my leg to cancer. And so I made a decision, and people helped me along the way, to get back in the game of life. So I didn't just sit ba- back and feel bad for myself. I learned how to swim. I learned how to ride a bicycle. I learned how to ski. And, and in addition to all the other things that I learned on how to express myself. So if you want to play, you learn skills of how to, to get better and better and better. And when I, so when I, I look through, you know, things in life, Bob Dylan, who made such an influence on a, a whole generation and on all of, of the world, actually, Bob Dylan does not have a great voice. Right. He doesn't? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. Come on. Oh. Perhaps it's an acquired yeah. taste. Mm. Yeah, but he he sang like Bob Dylan. He made it, you know, he made, uh, you're right. Yeah, absolutely, Patricia. He sang, he did it so effectively as Bob Dylan that he's, he's we unique. never really listened. Exactly. Yeah. And think about Satchmo. Think about Louis Armstrong. How he did his voice, you know. And mm-hmm. and so he adapted, and he and he resonated as Louis Armstrong, as Satchmo, as this great ambassador that nobody else could do. And that's, you know, for children in, in all, to teach it. Only you have the voice you have. Yeah, kids, look up Satchmo. Look up Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. They don't know who you're talking about, Tom, but I they know. can certainly find yeah. out. Uh, exactly. Thomas is like 200 years old, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more. Maybe more. Well, listen, we have had the most fantastic, at least I have. I hope everybody else did. Yay. I did. Yes. yes, this has been great fun. Wonderful That's to hear great. lots of different voices. And I voices. hope we can get you all back again. It's just amazing how we shared so many ideas and experiences and history. And uh, we got to travel around the world today. So and I'm going to close out. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Oh, let's do the, Let's do. Uh, we, Luke, we didn't get your website, to Coco. Let's do all the websites again. Yeah, let's Luke, do all the websites again. Luke Rodney Band. Dot com. Yeah, Luke Rodney Band. That's Luke L U K. Right, L U K E. Luke Rodney Band. Dot com. L U K E R O D N E Y B A N D. Dot com. And yeah. Patricia, yours again? P A T R I C I A, that's Patricia. She, S H I H, all lowercase, all one word, dot com. And Steve, one more time. Sure, mine is steveblunt.com. Thank you. Thank you. And you'll all come back, I hope so, because this is such a great group. Absolutely. Beantown is where it's at. All right, well, thank that. you Thanks so much. much. All right, and everybody have a beautiful Saturday and a beautiful weekend and a beautiful Easter. All right, that's it from Beantown. Bye. Thank Leave you very much. Bye-bye. everybody.
When the sun comes up and beam town, bean is revving for the race. Hey, bean, where you going? Papa, big bean's place. Here comes little Rusty, best friends. And say with sprouts. Mm-hmm. Looks like Rusty's got up early. How'd that pup get out? Use your bean, <laughs> trust your heart. Build your character in bean town. Along comes Sister Patty. You see Rusty? What, me? No! Uh-oh, let's get out of Spookster 7. Everyone to the memo! Use your feet, trust your heart. Build your character in Bean Town. To Bean Wobby, that's where I'd go. Hey, it's Bungle, he's in trouble. Grab a fine on the double. Hooray! 